0: Hey guys, do you like heavy metal? Do you like video games, comic books, movies, theme parks, or even cool TV shows? We've got the place for you. Metal Geeks. Time to rock out with your geek out. Here are your hosts, Carry the Metal Geek, Dave, and George. Geek it out, fellas.
1: Welcome, my friends, to episode number 241 of the Metal Geeks podcast. I am one of your hosts. I am Carrie the Metal Geek, along with... I'm Brutal Dave. Hi. Hello. Hello. And who are you, sir? And I am not-so-brutal George. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, the band is back together, as as like the Blues Brothers would say. Quite
2: literally and figuratively.
1: Yeah. So how you guys been doing? Good man, good. Just keeping my head above water. Now you got that uh, same song stuck in my head. Good times.
2: Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So it's anyway. been a it's been a hot minute since we've all all three of us have been on a show. Um, last show we did uh, was all about horror movie and metal heavy metal music. We had our good friend Justin on. Uh, that was a lot of fun. And we had Jesse Hobson as well from Centump.com. We had to get two people to replace George on that one. That's what mm-hmm. it takes. Mm-hmm. Two two people had to have enough horror movie knowledge to replace you, man. That's right. And they probably didn't even come close. I think they I think they beat
2: you. I don't think so. Nobody can beat me. <laughs> so how you guys been doing? Good. Okay. Yeah, just here. Yeah. Just rocking and rolling, man.
0: All all I'm right. Right. waiting for summer to be over.
1: No,
2: no shit, man. My my lawn is also waiting for summer to be over. Yes, what no lawn? doubt. It's all it's all hay now. It's no longer it's grass. Uh-huh. It's all scorched stirs <laughs> Literally,
0: last
1: week wasn't bad because it got down. It was like, oh, we got a cold front. It was like ninety five.
0: Yeah. Hey, that was, that was nice. <laughs> the, yeah,
2: it wasn't 110. The that,
1: yeah. That was went,
2: the cool front that we got. I went to
1: the gym this afternoon. They were talking uh, on the news. It was like, yeah, the hour I was at the gym, like between five and six, it was like a fucking 111 degrees. Feel, feels like temperature. I'm like, okay, that is not cool. <laughs> and I, no. I went outside the gym and it's like, you know, when you, when you go into a sauna and it has that, that smell of being so hot, you know what I'm talking about? Like a like a dry sauna. That's what outside smelled like to me. I'm like, holy shit, it's hot out here.
0: But it's you're, always, just, it's you're just smelling hot. your your nostril hair, syndrome. <laughs> That's
3: all
1: Everything's That's on that. fire, man. That's all it is. <laughs> so shit, we can just save money by not going to the gym and just sitting outside for a few minutes. We'll sweat the same amount. It's probably true. It's like going to a hot sauna out there, But man. It's a uh, September. Hopefully it'll start cooling off a little bit soon.
2: Nah, we, we we get the spooky
1: feelings even when we're
2: sweating balls.
0: Yeah, I've uh, I yes. unfortunately, have read that uh, we're gonna we're in for a warm fall, and so I'm I'm, in, I'm encouraging everybody to uh, bring your own cool vibes to the, <laughs> to the next <laughs> coming <laughs> months. Uh,
1: yeah, so you speak it. of uh, you know, the Halloween season is fast approaching. And yep. uh, Disney World is already doing their, They started like an August eleventh with the first date of like the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. It's a big day. What uh, August? It's when a, it's fucking a hundred degrees outside, that is not speak Halloween to me.
2: They just had a hurricane that passed through there too, didn't? Yeah, they?
1: yeah. A week, a couple weeks ago, yeah. what if Alia?
2: they, sh- wonder if they shut down like they did last time when I was there
0: they did not shut down um, it hit further north it hit more like yeah, up in yeah. the panhandle
2: oh i got gotcha. you and then it
1: went up the coast over to the carolinas but yeah uh, we had some friends over there so i reached out everybody is everybody's okay that's good just good to hear that yeah, is great uh, i want to talk about some video games to start off with i have some questions for you mighty dave yeah i have reached... mighty dave how many nicknames is he going to get well I'm talking about Mighty Doom, so he's like the expert on this game. So I'm going to call him Mighty Dave. I have, uh, cannot get past level nine. I keep on getting my ass handed to me. But, uh, I think I reached a level cap today.
0: What level are you? Uh, 80. That is the current level cap.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So how did I fucking reach a level cap and I still can't get past stage nine?
0: Uh, it's your equipment. It's yeah. your equipment. What? What? Uh, do you have any? Do you have any purples?
1: Uh do not have any purples. That's why. Mm.
0: Uh, you you're you need to grind for equipment, and you need to you need to get upgraded equipment. I'm I'm kind of running into the same issue. Um, yeah. With some of the further levels, uh, also I don't know if you've seen this, but they've added difficulty levels now. Have you seen that?
1: No, I have not. Oh, I see the little skull there
0: the little skull if you click on it, it'll now you have to like go back if you want to play nightmare you got to go like go back and to the beginning. play the early ones on nightmare before uh, it like unlocks progressively right um but uh yeah so that's that's a cool thing but yeah you're uh you're gonna yeah. need to to grind for equipment because you you need blues and purples to get through um, i
1: have some blues i have uh, my main gun is the heavy cannon which is maxed up all the way. Um, I have the rocket launcher right now, which is blue. I have the the flame belch, which is blue, and all my other equipment are blue, except Mm-mm. the uh, the unmaker. The common it's only common right now.
0: Common, yeah. But uh, I need to, I need do you have the... do you do you have a more powerful ultimate weapon?
1: Um, probably I have the. Which one's it? Yeah, I think so. The Unmaker, which one is that now?
0: The Unmaker is the... Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Okay, it's my secondary. Yeah. Uh, possibly. It's so hard... My complaint is that it's so hard to know which one's, like, your secondary main okay. big weapon, you know what I mean?
0: So, uh, the one that constantly auto-fires is your is considered your primary. Yep. The one, Got that. The one that, that you fire and it's on a cooldown timer is your secondary... Um, and then your the ultimate is like your BFG nine thousand unmaker,
1: yeah, uh, the I, crucible, I
0: just, all that stuff.
1: Okay, because I have a I have a blue BFG nine thousand which is the level twenty six. So I just equipped equipped that. I was trying to build the other one up, but I get it.
0: Yeah, you're probably going to want to use that one. Um, yeah. So, oh, one way if you if you're looking at your list and you're trying to determine what's what, yeah. There's the, there's a little icon in the upper left hand corner. Mm-hmm. I see that the now. Tiny, the tiny little shotgun tells you it's a primary. The tiny rocket launcher tells you it's a secondary. In okay. the little, little star thing, yeah, tells, yeah. Okay. Uh, but like, uh, I've got three of my armor items are purple and maxed out.
1: So how do uh, I get how do I get purple? What?
0: You got to grind for gear and fuse it. That's really it. Fuse it. Okay. Yep. That's, um, or I also recommend this. Uh, I, I don't, I don't pay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you have do get gems with some regularity in the game, especially if you like complete the uh, monthly events ahead of time yeah. and then keep playing, you'll earn gems and stuff, save up and buy the 10 special crates. Um, don't use your gems before that. That's the best use of them is to oh. buy the 10 special crates at once. You're guaranteed to get some good stuff in there.
1: I got but, 335 gems and that's 2,400.
0: Yeah. You're going to have to work a little bit on that ah. <laughs> or buy gems either way. Yeah. I'm not spending any um, money.
1: That's okay. It's, you know, this is my, my go-to at the gym. Now I go on the elliptic or the treadmill for 45 minutes every day. So I pop this on, listen to some music and then play this game for the whole time. Pretty much.
0: Yeah, it's a good little time burn. Yeah, uh, each little level takes about fifteen twenty minutes to play through. Yeah,
1: it's a good it's a good gym thing, or you know, a good bathroom break if you want to take a long extended bathroom break.
0: It's mm. a long bathroom break.
1: Well, sometimes when you're on the clock, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Paying for pooping. <laughs> cool. I'm gonna. Yeah, it's when I reached level eighty. I'm like, oh shit! I didn't realize I was at the level cap already. But okay.
0: So what's cool is, uh, keep, keep playing and you'll continue to earn experience points. You won't level up anymore. It'll tell you, you level up, but, uh, you stay at 80 whenever they decide to increase the level cap again. If they do like they did last time, you'll gain all of those levels, uh, that time. So like when they upped it from 70 to 80, uh, as soon as they, I logged in after the update, I went from 70 to like 76 77 uh, like right so it away. sort of
1: banks your the points
0: yeah uh-huh.
1: okay have they talked about upping that level cap at all
0: uh i don't know oh, okay i haven't been looking i you assume they probably will at some point You haven't been talking to the developers come on i know i mean uh-huh. <laughs> no i have not
1: <laughs> you know the weirdest thing i saw do you, do you, uh, on youtube there's a show called hot ones you know what i'm talking about
0: Mm. The, uh, um, it's an Amazon
2: show now, isn't it? I thought.
1: Well, yeah, but it's, it's more—it's a YouTube thing. And so, it's Sean Evans is the, is the host, and they have all these celebrities and stuff like that. And they, you know, they have ten wings, and each one gets hotter and hotter and hotter. And they try, and each they ask him questions. Right? Well, there was a short one today uh, that only had five wings. It was a shorter episode, but it was Ed Boon from Mortal Kombat, the creator of Mortal Kombat, doing an episode, and it was. And they were promoting the new Mortal Kombat game coming out, Mortal Kombat One. It was very interesting. I'm like, okay, well, now they're uh, interviewing game developers on there. That's sort of cool.
2: They, they've ran out of celebrities.
1: Well, I think it was sort of a paid promotional thing. You know what I mean? To promote the game, upcoming game, which mm. looks really cool, actually. Uh, apparently, John Claude Van Dam is Van Dam, Van Dam. Whatever Van, is the Sean uh,
2: Claude Van Dam?
1: Yes, is the character is the character of uh, with what's John? I can't think of the guy's name now. Johnny Cage or whatever. Johnny Cage. Thank you. Yeah, that's weird, but okay. Ed Boon basically said they've been trying to get him in his game since like the very first Mortal Kombat, and now they can. Yeah, so they did. Interesting. All right, uh, I have a couple of other games I wanted to talk to you about. You know what uh, came out uh, as an update five years later? They added new characters, new levels, new everything. Broforce, now called Broforce Forever, and uh, it's available now, uh, pretty cheap. Kim, my wife, bought it for like two ninety nine on Switch, but I've been playing it on Game Pass. That game is so fucking addicting, but so difficult. Is it the same game or is it a new
0: it's, version of the game? It's, it's this it's an updated oh. version of the old yeah, game. Yeah, it's just it's an update. Like I, I I don't have the game, but I have it on my Steam wish list. And if yes. I look at my Steam wish list, it's changed to yep. Go Force forever.
1: It's yep. the new yeah, just the updated version of it. Um there's new characters. I know uh Buffy Bro, I don't know what you know, they're all with Bro in their names. So Buffy is one of the new characters we haven't unlocked her yet, but that's sort of cool. <laughs> um there's been some uh, interesting new characters like there's like these entire levels that are indiana jones like based or in indiana Brown. sorry <laughs> they can't get the, the real license you know what i'm saying but uh in every character is sort of updated a little bit too so it's a lot of fun i love that game i remember uh when it first came out we were playing the hell out of it over here do you remember that george
2: yeah i, I got it for free on the playstation yeah network
1: and uh, speaking of Game Pass, right now, um, until like Sunday, uh, Target has a deal going on. It's like they're like 30% off. So I bought another three months Game Pass deal. It was like 30 bucks. Cool. So it was like nine bucks a month, which is not bad. So if you're looking to get a good deal on uh, Game Pass, go to Target. 30% off. And if yeah. you have the red card, Another five percent off of that, so there you go. It's even more savings. Even more savings.
2: That's why they call him Carry the Savings Geek.
1: Yeah, well, that's why I go to Cheapass Gamer all the time. <laughs> um, and the other game I've been playing, uh, we're going to get to it, but I started it tonight. But I've been, I went back to God of War Ragnarok because I'm uh, all the stuff was, um, you know, the voice actor recently, Comic Palooza. And I was like, you know what? I never, I never completed that game. I never beat that game. So I went back to it. um That game was fucking difficult. <laughs> yeah, so I,
2: I I never finished it either. But after going to the concert, I had yeah. a strong feeling to play God of War. I, I don't yeah. know
1: why. It, we were it, we were simpatico or something like that. We, yeah, you knew I was playing it, so you wanted to play it too. No, that the, I
2: think it was more the music that did it for me. But sure, yeah, the Mars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, that I, didn't, game want to, I is, didn't want to bury the lead but okay
1: Oh, the game is so much fun uh, I just lowered the difficulty because I just want to have fun playing it um, I'll definitely go back there was some like optional bosses and stuff like that that just kicked my ass I was like alright skipping I'll go back to it once I level up some more you know but that game is so fucking well done the narrative everything about that game is just so cool how far, how far are you into the game?
2: I don't remember. Okay. I, don't, I don't remember where I left off, to be honest with you.
1: So you haven't picked it back up yet? It's, it's been a long time.
2: To. Yeah, I want to, but I haven't done it yet.
1: And the other game I wanted to discuss, I played about 45 minutes of it before we recorded. I created my character, basically. It's Starfield.
0: Yeah. That's a... I... Uh, I have not paid any attention to the promotional stuff for this. I did right when they were announcing it. I did. I watched some of the like really early, the really early stuff, Mm -hmm. but I have not stayed up on the promotional stuff, but I'm a, most of my favorite video game properties are put out by Bethesda, uh, anymore. So, um, I'm curious about this one and uh, I know that it's going to be broken in some ways cause that's mm-hmm. what they do. And that's why we love them. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but they there's their shit breaks because they're so ambitious yeah. and uh, this is
1: very ambitious. Yeah. Um, the one of the reviews or a couple of reviews I've read are I've seen, they basically say the game doesn't really get started until after the main storyline, which is like, 17 or 18 hours into the game i'm like all right well that sounds about right normal right i guess maybe that's why i never got into their games before i don't know i tried i've tried before i've tried fallout and i've tried you know
0: so like in elder scrolls or fallout you don't even have to play the main storyline if you don't want to oh yeah um yeah like uh, I mean, certain things will be gate kept from you like that are part of the story. Um, there' are, like certain things in Skyrim that you just get as part of playing through the story that you can't get otherwise. but like the otherwise the world is open to you usually, I don't know if they've changed that here. Mm. but uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I played Skyrim for ages without actually playing the main storyline. <laughs> uh, kind of similar with Fallout four.
1: Have you guys been playing any games recently?
0: I have. not I'm playing the um, the uh, remaster of Quake Two. Oh yeah, um, that was uh, Quake. QuakeCon was last month, and this was like a a big freebie sort like of like a
1: stealth like release, thing. really. Yeah,
0: yeah, it, it was a freebie for me anyway. If you already have Quake Two on, uh, I don't know if it's on all of the digital platforms or whatever. I have it on Steam. Mm. Um, god i've still got my physical copy of it around here somewhere <laughs> i too. think i do too actually but, um if you already had it then it basically automatically got upgraded to the remastered version Well, that's cool um so i'll have to check you, my steam account yeah so i thought it was that free.
1: As- it's free on um, game pass so that's where i played it
0: okay uh, speaking of cool. It looks pretty quick. good and they've made some they made a couple of changes to yeah. the the ui really the gameplay isn't really changed, but they've made a couple little changes to the UI. Quality kind of, of life nice. type updates. Yeah. Well, In like the there's game? a weapons there's a weapon wheel now, oh. uh, cause that's, that's standard Modern. FPS shit yeah. now. Yeah. So, uh, that's and cool. power-ups you can power-ups you can carry with you and activate oh. later. Like uh, Mario Kart. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess <laughs>
1: <laughs> sort of like that. You mentioned Skyrim. I wanted to, I don't know if you knew about this, but Power Glove has a new EP out. Did you see this? No, the it's called Dovakin. They did a, a four-track EP based on Skyrim. That's cool. Dave's like looking it up right now. I'm like, oh, looking shit. it
0: up right now. It's streaming yeah. on. Oh, every, Dov yeah. Dovakin. Yep. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> shit, Dovac- we lost Dave. He's gonna go
1: listen to the album now. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> um, it was fine, bye <laughs> I did want to talk about a book that I picked up last night I haven't sort of read it yet I know it's sort of a, a more of a young adult book but it's a Haunted Mansion based book called ha- The Haunted Mansion Storm and Shade and it's written by this author, Claudia Gray who's done some Star Wars books recently she's also done a uh, like she does a series about like Jane Austen like sort of series. But she was at Murder by the Book last night signing her book and did a QA. Oh, cool. There were five people there, including me, for the event. I was like, Holy crap, what is going on here? Uh, she was super nice. Um, big you know, Big Star Wars and Haunted Mansion when Disney was like, What property would you like to do? And she's like, Can I do a Haunted Mansion book? They're like, Sure. Do it, do one, because we would love that, and they did. That's you nice. Did. Um,
0: and you know, it comes. out. I don't out. imagine it happens very often that Disney comes to you and says, "Pick your project." Which, yeah, one? Like. exactly. <laughs> what? I and uh, I really like you.
1: Apparently, Disney has no. Uh, didn't really like their Haunted Mansion movie because she made a couple comments like, "Don't make it, don't make," because it came out around the same time, of course, but. Um, when the final editing process, or like, I'm we're glad you went this way instead of like what the movie went because we weren't happy with that. But it's the movie's done, so we released it. Well, I was like, oh shit, don't say that. I mean, <laughs> well, the movie
2: wasn't great, so
1: it's better than the first one. That's all I can say. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm. I know it's a young adult book, but I'm looking forward to reading it. Um I don't know anything. to mention, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a nerd for. Uh do you guys want to talk about what we've been watching? Sure, let's do it. George, uh the first one, and we're going to wait till another but you want to talk about anything else that's on your list?
2: Yeah, so I've uh, been binging uh this TV show called Justified, which has been out for a very long time.
1: Yes, that's I'm, uh Walton Goggins and uh, Timothy, Timothy Olyphant. Yeah. I I during pandemic I watched the first couple of episodes of the series, I haven't gone back to it.
2: Yeah, so the new series came out and I watched the first episode of that and I'm like, man, this is really good. Maybe I should go back and watch the whole thing. And so I went back and watched the whole thing and now I'm done with the original series and I'm going to pick up the...
1: How many seasons was it? Six seasons? Holy shit, dude. You've
2: been busy. Not really. I watch an episode a day or two, an episode a day. Mm. That's busy. Not really. I watch it during my lunch break. Uh, but anyway, uh, I really dig it. It's a cool show. Uh, it, it reminds me and I know there's probably going to be fans out there who get mad at me for this comparison, but it reminds me a lot of like sons of anarchy as far as like the height of the drama and the action that's involved.
0: Yeah. Didn't it Uh, start? Didn't it come out about the same time? It was kind of part of that. I think it was part of that generation of
2: it. It feels, it feels like that and shares a lot of that DNA to be honest with you. And, uh, it really, it's like an old Western and with a modern contemporary setting that takes place in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And uh, Walt Goggins is like a guy facing his past to take down a crazy outlaw that he knew as a kid.
1: It was based on a Elmore Leonard book yeah. or a series. Yeah. That's cool. I think it's a
2: short story, to be honest yeah. with you. I don't think it's a series. I think it's just one short story. That,
1: yeah. Well, they're able to make six seasons out of it, so
2: absolutely and it was great i loved uh i loved all of it i think even the weakest season was better than uh the worst episode of sons of anarchy and sons of anarchy got bad real quick
1: i never watched Sons of anarchy honestly
0: so there you you go to about season five or so
2: yeah i got to like season four and i was like this show's really bad (laughs) (laughs) the show got went good to bad real fast it was like when they were in ireland anyway uh yeah and then I I've been catching up on Metalocalypse. I've wanted to kind of do a, a like a rehash before I watch the new movie. I wanted to go through it one more time. Yeah.
1: Would you do you think it's something I would like?
2: Metalocalypse.
1: No, I'm going back to Justified real quick.
2: Oh, I was like, you hate Metal Metalocalypse. You don't like metal, so. Oh, no, that's
1: true. I forgot about that.
2: <laughs> uh, Justified. Uh, I would say if you're not into it by the end of season one, then. Maybe, okay. maybe duck out Lopped
1: out. yeah
2: yeah it's probably not your thing if you're not into it it the first few episodes are a little slow but once you start knowing who the characters are i and, think
1: that's where i stopped because it was like you it's that hurdle of 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 that those first two episodes you know what i mean
2: yeah and you know i i can understand someone saying like oh it didn't catch me so i stopped watching because uh, I understand that. I, I feel a lot feel that way about a lot of shows.
1: Yeah. Um, Sorry, I didn't mean to step on your Metalocalypse. No, that's fine. Because you know, I hate, I hate metal. It's true, you really do.
2: And then, um, like I said, watching Metalocalypse. Trying to, hopefully, the show will go on sale and not be twenty something dollars, and I can buy it for cheaper. Talk about the movie, or yeah, the movie.
1: I'm sure it'll stream on Max somewhere sometime soon.
2: Because, uh, dude, not until the- it airs on Adult Swim.
1: Oh, okay. Because the new think- Venture Brothers movie is already streaming.
2: Well, I watched the new Venture Brothers movie like a month ago. Right.
1: But it's I streaming now on
2: on Max. Yeah, because it just came out on Adult Swim like okay. last weekend.
1: So I would g- I would give Metal Aquos maybe a couple another couple weeks. And It'll be streaming.
2: I don't think so. Mm. It's gonna be it's gonna be a minute before it's on. Uh, I don't
1: know on
2: Adult Swim, but I could be wrong. What do I know?
1: I tried to order it off Amazon like twice, and it's never been in stock. So it's
2: it's a I see it at Target and Walmart all the time.
1: Really, in the store? Yeah, I the saw new, a whole bunch of copies there. The new Metal Metalocalypse movie. Yeah, oh, I'd buy it and go watch it then. Do well,
2: that. like I said, I was waiting for it to go cheaper, and I'm also waiting for uh, yeah. to finish the show.
1: You you ever, ever finished the show before? Or? Yeah, I've seen it
2: a few okay. times. I just wanted to rewatch it. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, just kind of like how I did with Venture Brothers before the new movie came out.
0: I've been I've been rewatching Always Sunny, uh, and then I'm going to watch the new season. I haven't watched it yet, so nice. I decided to do a, a rewatch. I haven't
2: even finished the new season of that either. It's been a minute. Usually, I pick like a uh, like an easy breezy show to watch yeah. on, on the treadmill, so I I don't like. You know, get bored on the treadmill.
1: Yep, I feel you there. Uh, um, you know, speaking of the show that I've been doing, I just started watching Workaholics. That's a good one. I've never seen them before. it before. At all? Like, yeah, not no. a single show? No, not a single episode. Wow, that's that's. Interesting. I know, I know. It's funny as hell, man. It's really
2: great. I remember. I don't know. I fell off watching it toward the end. I don't know why, but mm. I remember it being really good. Um. Oh, I also checked out the new One Piece uh, live action show that's on uh, Netflix.
1: It's a pirate. It's like a pirate anime, right?
2: Well, it's based on the anime about pirates yeah. that has pirates in it. That
3: mm-hmm.
2: I, I guess they're kind of like pirates. They're more like people with special abilities more than anything, because everyone has a superpower, apparently, in the show. Mutant
0: pirates. Mutant, Mutant pirates.
2: Pirate. Yeah, There you go. I don't know. It's fine. It's fun. It's. Uh, I'm just so, like astonished about how shows on netflix can look expensive but also feel so cheap at the exact same time <laughs> i just don't know how they pull that off but they do that every time i don't know
1: i took it a question
0: That sounds. i mean that sounds like all of the disney live action movies they yes somehow look expensive and feel incredibly cheap at the same time
2: yeah obi-wan i'm looking at you the cheapest looking fucking star wars thing ever made
0: um.
1: Very well. Okay. Uh, what else is on your list here? When well, then we'll get to Dave, and I have a couple things to talk about. Uh, I know? got
2: I got some movies, but we can uh, we can rotate around. Oh,
1: yeah, okay. Uh, I want to mention I just binged this past week the new season of Solar Opposite, the the Justin Roiland show that he got I taken think, off of.
2: I tried watching that show when it first came out. I just
1: couldn't get into it. Well, oh, I, I I it's it's my style right there. I I, was wondering.
2: All I kept on thinking is like, wow, this would be funnier if it was Rick and Morty.
1: (sighs) It's totally. Yeah, I can see that. It's different, though, because they're aliens. Like, there's no aliens in in Rick and Morty. But um, I was wondering how they're going to do it because fucking Justin Roiland plays like one of the main characters. In the very first episode in the new season, um, he gets hit by a British talking ray. Cause they have all these Ray guns and the, and that dude does everything. So now he, now the main character is voiced by Dan Stevens and not Justin Roiland. I'm like, okay. And they go with that the whole fucking season. I'm like, all right, okay. it makes sense, I guess. But, uh, one of my favorite things about that show is like some of the weird bottle episodes they have. They have like the two young aliens. They have like this civilization that's in their wall that they capture people and they shrink them. And they put them in this wall. <laughs> And there's like all these episodes just about the people that live in the wall and the it's just it's just weird and and pretty fucking funny. Yeah. Yeah. I like that show. I I didn't know how they were going to do a season four, but there you go. All right. Like how are they going to do a Rick and Morty without Justin Roiland's voice, you know,
2: Yeah, get a different voice actor. No big deal.
1: Yeah. Make him British.
2: Sure, I mean, if they get They're Dan, for this game,
0: Dan Stevens. If, they, if they
2: get Dan Stevens to do uh, fucking what we call it, <laughs> I'll be even more impressed. That,
1: yeah, that's what they did. All right. Uh are there any other TV series? Um
2: I mean, there is, but we're, we're waiting for the uh Star Wars segment.
1: Right. Right. You want to talk about what about you Dave anything you have been watching any movies and stuff like that
0: uh, I see I've been, your list. In, I'm like oh my god I've been dude. in the movie theater uh, much more uh, frequently than usual recently Yeah man uh, we
1: got
2: some yeah. good stuff going on here We saw
1: we saw Oppenheimer together
0: uh, yeah, yeah I think we we probably talked about that uh, We talked about it a little bit yeah Um saw it uh, in yeah. the theater together
1: Yep
3: We yeah, liked cool. it better than
1: we liked it better than Jake Paul or whatever Paul guy he said he walked out because there was too much talking in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we liked
0: it better than that. I'll say that much. That was good. I thought it was, I thought it was very good. Um, there are some very really cool, love.
1: interesting choices in that, in that movie, you know, mm-hmm.
0: uh, it's definitely an Oscar bait movie. Uh, I feel like,
1: Oh yeah, for sure.
0: But uh, yeah, no, I, I liked that a lot. I thought it, uh, really strong movie. Um, I don't know what to say about it that everybody hasn't already said, but uh, yeah, I enjoyed that. Uh,
2: Did did y'all walk out of the movie theater like existential dread like I did
0: afterwards? No. I I already had the existential dread. Right. We went (laughs) in with it. You went in with it. We went in in with it. Yeah. Yeah. They canceled
2: it out, I guess. I guess the the ending of uh, Oppenheimer makes me feel like, man, maybe the world did end it and we just didn't notice yet.
1: We're just living in the in a alternate Alt- timeline now. Alternate timeline. We're living, living what, what's in community the uh, the bad timeline. The bad timeline?
2: Yeah.
0: What if what if we're in the good timeline though?
1: Yeah.
2: I would I would say the timeline that ended the world would be the bad timeline.
0: No, I that'd be that's
1: the good timeline actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> we're living in the bad <laughs> timeline. Um what else you saw Barbie as well?
0: i did um my my wife saw it four times in the theaters Jeez. and four it's, streaming, it's streaming now i believe uh okay uh i went i went with her for the last or second to last viewing that she did
1: um, which does she know all, was she quoting the movie yet
0: uh i mean to to an extent not not like <laughs> obnoxiously so or anything like that um, but I was uh, I had heard so much about the movie before I mm-hmm. finally got around to seeing it that a lot of the a lot of the surprises that I would have had weren't there oh, um, really? but uh, I but all the same I was still surprised by the movie um, it's, it's a good movie it's a very good movie it's just actually. well fucking done yeah, it is. Uh, and I think it's, it's man, there's a lot in there that uh, says a lot about where we are as a society. Yes. That this, that it, that this is not just a movie that got made, but that was the success that it was. Yeah. Uh, tells me something about the state of our culture. Um, good or bad. Good. Good. I think it's a good thing. I
2: would say it's definitely a good thing, especially the fact that the some of the jokes that they were w- able to get away with. Were...
1: Yes. It's a very, uh, I don't I don't want to say feminist-driven movie, but it's very... Absolutely say that it is. I mean, That's yeah,
2: little... I, w- I would say it is. It's not like it's a dirty word to say that. It uh,
1: is, yeah. I mean, it. the movie has done really, really well. Um,
2: I think it's fucking hilarious. It's definitely one of the best is. movies of the summer. Yeah,
1: it's, I agree. It's it was, made like a billion dollars already or something like that. Yeah. Now
2: oh, it's going to lead to I, uh, a bunch
1: of uh, Mattel-verse movies, or
2: well, see, I think they're taking the wrong lesson from the success of this movie, but yeah. that's, no, bound, that's bound to happen.
1: We're going to get the the Beanie Babies and the Furbies and all that.
2: I mean, you'll you'll get something.
1: Speaking of, I saw the Beanie Baby movie that was on. Um, I don't remember what a streaming service was on with Zach Zach about the uh, the. The rise and the the boom and then the bust of the uh the beanie babies story it was actually pretty good
0: yeah i heard it was that was fun. a wild time yeah there's still I, remnants i, I heard it was pretty good my house
1: i saw uh on a youtube video of somebody that was at dragon dragon con there was a huge displays that said, beanie babies are back i was like oh they are
0: I oh yeah i saw are yeah. they though no I, I, no, but I mean, they're available. Yes, they are. They're av- yes, they're available. <laughs> they but are available. available. Are they nobody back? wants them. <laughs> no. no.
1: Interesting. Yeah, it was a good movie though. Um I forgot to talk about that before. So, you saw the Honda Mansion, Dave?
0: Yeah, I did. And um it was okay. Um I was not in the best mood the day that I went to go see it. I think that if I had been in a mm. better mood, I'd have enjoyed it a little bit more. Um, it was just having kind of a off day, mm-hmm. but um, there was a lot in it that I I, I enjoyed a lot. Um, is it a strong movie? Not really. No. <laughs> um, it's it, it's kind of it's kind of thin on the ground. It's better than
1: the Eddie Murphy movie, and there's it's a, a hell lot of, of a lot
0: better than the Eddie Murphy. And movie. there's a
1: lot and, of good fan service in the movie. It's that, fun,
0: yeah. Um, whereas the Eddie Murphy one wasn't really. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, th- I think this one was at least fun. Also, what the f- what movie was Lakeith Stanfield in?
1: <laughs> Not in this one.
0: The Oscar Bay <laughs> version of this movie, <laughs> I guess, because he was a hundred percent in. Oh yeah, he's a
1: fucking he's a great actor. Like that the the episode of Atlanta where he's in that weird old man's house. That's sort of like Michael Jackson. Uh, he was just phenomenal on that show too. It's just, man. Yeah, he he just
0: has, he just had, has presence. Yeah. And like there's just like an ease about him of uh, like, I don't know. He, like he, he feels like he's just exuding the character yeah, you know, there's, in a way that everyone else wasn't.
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, Danny, Danny,
2: DeVito Danny,
0: DeVito, was doing Danny DeVito is playing it
1: pretty great.
2: Danny, Danny DeVito was DeVito playing DeVito, his character. From,
1: he was playing his character from "It's Always Sunny." I mean, come on, that's not true. He was playing We're like
2: family, a family-friendly fr- version of Frank.
1: Okay, okay a family-friendly ver- version of Frank. There you go. <laughs> Trying to uh, make some money and and get things his way by any ch- any way possible. Yeah, same character.
0: I thought it was fun. A lot of good visuals. A lot of. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, you know, having fun, just sort of having fun, playing in the sandbox with the source material there, in a way that felt like they they cared. I was really bothered by the fact that they worked into the movie uh, room for a thousand. Oh uh, yeah, I I hate it's room for one more.
1: <laughs> that that's an Anthrax song, "Room for One More." Okay, not the 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 line from *Haunted Mansion*. Disney gets it wrong. They even put it on fucking merch now. It's like, what well, are you doing? Because It's in the
0: movie. They put it's it in, in, the it's movie, in the zeitgeist. So it man. Merch. It's, it's in the zeitgeist. I know it's wrong though. It shouldn't be.
1: That's <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Um,
0: uh, also uh, saw the new uh, Ninja Turtles movie, which George talked about a little bit last time. Uh,
1: I saw it too. Pretty good.
0: I loved it. I thought I it was too. an absolute blast of a movie. I like from beginning to end I was having fun and I was into it. Uh I had I think I maybe had a couple of minor uh criticisms, not even complaints um and, but they were minuscule compared to the fun that I had watching it. And so I don't even remember what they were at this point. Uh
2: I think if to just rehash a dead horse here, uh my main complaint was that uh uh, that the, There wasn't really much of a plot or a story, and it felt like the movie really cared about two turtles, and the rest were just kind of filler. That was my biggest complaint.
1: Okay. Which two turtles? Donatello and...
2: Yeah, it felt like Donatello and Leonardo had the lion's share uh, mm-hmm. of, uh, of screen time and fun stuff to do.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I really liked it. I didn't I didn't have any expectations, really going into it. I I loved the animation style so much yeah, on that movie. Um, and the, the the not to spoil anything, but all the voice actors that they meet up with that they team up with at some point, and I don't know. Every, I thought the movie was really cool. Um, a different it, April O'Neil. Um, I liked that Shredder wasn't the main bad guy in it. Not yet. Not yet.
2: Um, um, by the way, Carrie, you're like really close to your mic, and you're popping.
0: Just FYI, <laughs> I was doing it covertly. <laughs> I sent it in the chat.
2: <laughs> oh, sorry. Just I was trying to tell him, so because he, he wasn't looking at his screen.
1: All right. Yeah, yours. You guys are sort of breaking up. That's why I was trying to. Am I okay? Do I sound okay on my end? Or yeah,
2: yeah no, like, no. It's yeah. Just, earlier yeah. when you had your head down, I guess your your mic's like right below your chin, so it was picking it up really badly.
1: Okay. I'll lower that in post, then. I'll fix it in post. Fix it in post.
2: I didn't want you to, like, go through the whole show like that and be like, what the fuck?
1: Got it. Um, so, what about this uh, Rift Track event that you did, Dave?
0: Um so this was uh what our our you know you know our buddy Jeff uh yes. friend of, friend of the show and and just kind of good guy in general uh, yeah, give,
1: a, give out his uh his twitch channel if you don't mind
0: oh uh, oh got him off the top of my head because
1: um, he does a lot of uh he'll pick a game and he'll go through the entire game I've watched a, f- a lot of his uh, yeah he his likes streams. to do
0: kind of uh story playthroughs of games yes yeah. uh that's kind of his jam. Um, and I am forgetting. I'm looking
1: it up right head. now. His name is, uh, is Jeff Ballard. I'm trying to see
0: zero. Is does he use the, hang
1: on? He used a brand. Come on, Jeff, what are you doing? Is it zero piccolo zero
0: piccolo? Yeah. I was trying to remember. I thought that was it. Cause that's what he uses for a lot of stuff. Uh, yep, yeah. Zero
1: piccolo on Twitch.
0: Uh, but yeah. Uh, that was what he wanted to do for his birthday. Uh, he wanted to go to this Riff Tracks event because the movie that they were riffing was one that he used to watch all the time when he was a kid. Which one? Uh, it, it was called Rad. I'd never heard oh, of it shit. before.
2: Is that the BMX movie?
0: That's a BMX yes. movie. Yeah. Yes. I used
2: yeah.
1: to watch
0: that as a kid, too. You put yeah. Rad on the notes.
1: I just thought you had a rad time there.
0: No, that was the movie. <laughs> okay. Uh, I remember that movie.
1: It came uh, out the same I had, time, like, pop up the volume and all that. I never
0: heard uh oh, really it was fun. It was it was rift tracks doing their thing, you know. Uh it those are always a fun time.
1: Did you hear uh, that the Rift Track video game coming out? I don't know how that is it
0: out. I don't know how it works either, but it, I, yeah, they were they were promoting it at the I event.
1: have no idea how that would be a thing, a but unless you're like rift tracking on drift track drift tracking on like old video games or something, I don't know, that'd be fun
0: oh they have another they have another thing too. uh that let's see uh Kevin your
1: party game oh okay
0: uh, sh- 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 let's see if I can find it real quick you write it is so, out. rift okay rift here it is so they wrote <laughs> they wrote a novel <laughs> the rift tracks guys did about nick nolte oh. and i i feel like they wrote it uh like i think there was i don't know a whole lot about this project i'll, I'll just be upfront about that <laughs> but I, I get the impression that they wrote it almost like mad lib style where they just like <laughs> drew ideas at random out <laughs> and then just like riffed on this idea and so it they wrote this like comedy novel about nick nolte going on some adventure or something. Oh, I, don't wow. know.
2: I mean nick nolte does go off on random adventures guys i
1: think we need to get this game because it's uh i'm looking at the even the switch version it's a. Uh, it's like a uh like a jackbox game where multiple people can play together and it's, 10, it's only like 10 bucks the multiplayer party game on what that, platform uh it's on steam it's on switch
2: I mean, can or, cross can it like cross platform? Like, if I have it on Switch, can you guys play as
1: well? I don't know, but it looks like you know, it's like the, the uh, whoever's hosting the game, but it's like one of the the game, the Jackbox where you basically play on your phone. Oh, cool. Okay, this might be something very that'd be a lot of fun. Oh, it's on on Steam, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation, and Xbox.
0: There's okay. a, I sent y'all a link to the cover of the book.
1: Oh, yeah? Let's see this. Okay, yeah.
0: <laughs> the naked clone. A Nick Nolte mystery. <laughs> uh,
2: I'm going to have to pick this book up. This looks hilarious. <laughs> wow. Yes, I, I have so many questions just off the cover alone. I know,
1: right? Um,
2: Why cool. is there
0: a duck wearing a Hawaiian shirt wearing a wig?
2: What's up with the dude with the... I don't know, cancerous muscles who looks like uh, what's his face from Red Hot Chili Peppers.
0: That's who I thought of too. Yeah, it looks like Anthony Kiedis. Oh yeah, it yeah. does look
2: like Anthony Kiedis. And that looks like Philip Seymour Hoffman got his face burnt. The <laughs> guy behind him. Uh, so I guess we should tell people, Google the Naked Clone and Nick, Nol- Nick Nolte Mystery if you want yeah, to see the cover with us. So they have another book or is this the only book they got?
0: I don't know. I just uh, okay. uh, i I just heard about this uh, at the event.
1: So, uh, Dave, tell me about the last voyage of the Demeter.
0: Uh, I, just I, saw, saw, I this, saw
1: that
2: as well.
0: I saw it I saw last my, night. It's on
1: my watch list. My watch list. Sorry.
0: Well, uh, we went to like the last theatrical <laughs> showing, <laughs> like that we could find. Uh, it like
2: didn't do great in theaters. It did not it's do streaming well. already, right? Uh, if it's not, it will be soon.
0: It will be soon. Um,
2: it's a perfectly yeah, this good was,
0: like Halloween movie. I I would say. Um. I okay. So I I was excited about the concept for this movie when they announced it. I saw the title of it and I went, "Oh, fucking great idea for a movie! Movie, love it." Yeah, based it um, off of like what ten pages of book. Bame sorta yeah. So um, it's it is if you read the novel Dracula, um, yeah, there is the section in the book. So a lot of the novel Dracula is done in like journal entries and newspaper clippings and things like that. Um, so there's a part of the book where it's like a captain's log and newspaper information. Um, and it tells little pieces of a story of how Dracula shipped himself from Transylvania to London. This is that story. This movie is a fleshing out of what happened on that journey. Yeah, uh, cause, Cause all in, you really in get the get book, in the it's novel. the
2: captain's log, right?
0: In, yeah, it's the captain's log and, uh, and some newspaper stories. Um, but so all you get is like the major, the major events and like little details. Um, but it, so it gives them a lot of room to play with the idea. Um, so yeah, it is. It is a Dracula story, vampire story, but all confined on one ship, on one voyage. And um, I mostly enjoyed it. I thought it was uh, enjoyable. Like I, I enjoyed it through the through the whole movie. I had a couple of criticisms. Uh, I thought for a long time they did a really good job of uh, not showing too much. Uh, they kept the monster hidden a lot, which was the right call because they but got to showing the, him too much at the end. When they there the was trailer. too much. Um, there, there were some, there were some close up shots of monster Dracula that looked horrible to me. I thought, um, and
2: I kind of wish they would have never showed his face. That's
0: my. I do too. I little. do too.
2: That was how I walked away with it. I also thought the ending was very eye rolly. I was like, okay.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I guess if they ended the, this movie, like this part of the story ends in the book, uh, it's a downer American American audiences. Don't go for that kind of thing because the short, the short, the short version is everyone fucking dies. Yeah. uh, I also, that's why
2: I I thought throughout the whole entire movie, the movie had a unfair disadvantage that I knew everything that was going to happen before Mm -hmm. the movie told me it was going to happen. Right. And I kind of feel like if you're kind of familiar with Dracula at all, uh-huh. You you had a sense of what this movie was about, so they didn't mm-hmm. subvert my expectations at any time. The only time I was ever really like, oh shit, that was kind of cool, was uh, when uh, they were trying to get the kid uh, to come out of the captain's quarters, and then all of a sudden he was in the captain's quarters. I thought that was,
0: yeah, uh, yeah. I
2: thought that was like, oh, that was kind of cool. But other than that, it was kind of a kind of meh movie for me.
0: It's an enjoyable uh, enough vampire movie. Um, great, I thought I was going to say that's what I was going to say. I thought the, the, the uh, visual visually and the feel of it was right on. There were some great visuals in the movie that I really liked. Um, and the, yeah, it, it had a good creepy atmosphere to it. I like, I enjoyed a lot of not necessarily all of it, but a lot of how they, they lit the sets and stuff like that. I, re- I really enjoyed. Um, I thought, most of the performances were pretty good from from everybody yeah um, yeah uh what's his name the guy who played the first mate um uh I I really liked him in this I thought he was very good uh guy what's
2: his name David something yeah, it, Dash it's like, it's chain. A, Dash yeah. chain
1: oh
2: dalcimal he played the the spot guy polka dot guy and yeah. yeah suicide I don't know he squad I also liked Corey Hawkins, the uh, the black guy in the movie. I thought he was fantastic. He was very good. Yeah, not he from uh,
1: the Compton movie? With him? The what? Straight out of Compton. Yes, that's what I was thinking of. He was Dr. Dre or something, wasn't he?
2: Yeah, he played Dre. Yeah, he,
1: he's good. He's been in other stuff too. Uh,
2: yeah, but I, those are like his two like two notable things. I can. was he
1: about. in the? Wasn't he in the? Uh... The last God, not the Godzilla movie, but the oh, King the Kong King Rider. Kong movie. That's
2: yeah. right. I forgot yeah. about
1: that. Played the nerd in that movie, or the, the yeah. All right, very cool. I'm I'm probably gonna, still going to watch it just if it's like streaming somewhere. I'll watch yeah, it. I think, think it's nerd. definitely I worth the. It.
2: Yeah, it's yeah, definitely yeah. worth the stream, especially if you're unfamiliar with the. Uh, I saw I saw the a movie uh, sort of like that.
1: that the context sort of worth watching, but it's not spectacular. Okay. Meg 2 and it's not the Meg from Family Guy.
2: <laughs> See, I really I really like the last Meg movie. And I did too. The only time I the only reason I was actually kind of interested in this one is because of the director. Yeah, Who's uh, the director.
1: The, I, don't, I don't know. Uh
2: Ben Wheatley, he directed okay. uh Free Fire uh, what's that one with Tom Hiddleston where he's in an apartment. I don't know. I forget the name of the movie
1: now. Loki. Yes, but <laughs> not that movie. Uh, I I saw a lot of bad reviews for this movie. Um, it was fun. If, if you want Jason Statham miraculously fighting off huge dinosaur looking creatures, this is the movie for you.
0: To be There's fair, lot- I don't see how that set up. Uh, Is gonna get anything but bad reviews just from the setup. The movie does; it doesn't matter what the movie actually does. Just the setup for it tells me you're not getting good reviews for this. (laughs) Right.
2: (laughs) Well, the first, the first one, the first one didn't get great reviews either, but it it definitely had it had a cult following for sure.
1: If you like the first one, George, I think you would like this one too. Um, There's a lot more Megs. Um, There's a couple. That's what they should have called
2: it instead of Meg Two. They should have just called it Megs. Right. I also I also understand there's a giant octopus in this one, which there is. I kind of yeah. wish they either didn't put it in or made that the whole movie. One or the other.
1: These people, there's these people at a um like a private beach resort. They get fucked up. A lot of people get <laughs> eaten. That's all I can say. Well, that's those happens in those monster movies. It's true. Uh, there's a lot of silly moments too. You're like, that's not possible, but you know, suspend disbelief. Go in and. Watch a a fun action movie where they fight giant monsters. You know what I mean. I mean, he
2: like kicks a shark in the face while he's he riding, riding a jet ski. He does. Yeah, and that is
1: it is fucking fantastic.
2: And if that sounds awesome to you, then you might have fun. Yes, maybe drink a lot before watching the movie. <laughs> you might or enjoy it
1: more. Or during, and during.
2: Yeah. yeah, and during. Take take a shot every time someone says the Meg or Megalodon. Um,
1: Speaking of vacation spot movies, I we watched both Vacation Friends movies this past week.
2: Vacation uh, it, like Friends? A Hulu.
1: So it's uh, Lil Rel Howery and John Cena.
2: Oh, I've seen trailers of this on Hulu. They're
1: actually really funny. Um, the first one I thought was much better than the second one. Um, it's about, you know, about these, Stuck up couple and then like they make this like party couple on vacation and then like they party for a week and then they go back to real life and hilarity ensues type of deal. You know what I mean? Um But I, they're both actually really funny. Um The second one has uh Steve Buscemi in it and he's fucking great as well. Is he, is
2: he playing a teenager in this one?
1: He's not a teenager in this one. He's not undercover at all. But yeah, if you, if you, if that, you know, stupid comedies like that sound like you would like it, these are both actually really fun. I
2: don't know. Did, the trailer did not grab me in any way, so. So much so I, much though, I didn't even are, remember the title of the movie.
1: I don't think these are made for you, honestly. That's po-
2: possibly true. I am not the target demographic. You are
1: not the target demographic on these.
2: Uh I saw a uh a new movie or a couple of new movies. Uh-huh. Uh I saw this movie called Cobweb. Uh it is now available for rent on Amazon, which is where I rented it. Uh it is, is starring uh the dude who played uh Homelander and uh the boy star Anthony Star. Anthony Starr, Common Palooza and- alum now. I think he's, uh, and also Lizzie Kaplan was
1: in it. Oh, really? Let me make okay. sure that's
2: correct. I don't
1: want to be called a liar. I have never heard of this movie, actually.
2: I didn't hear about it until I watched the trailer, and the trailer's really good.
1: Cobweb, the movie. Yeah.
2: Cobweb. Uh, it, 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 the best way to explain it is, Ugh. like, if Goosebumps and Barbarian had a baby, that's what this movie would be.
1: So is it a a young adult horror movie or,
2: uh, it is a definitely a movie made for adults. Okay. The theme of the movie is basically what if someone took everything a kid was ever afraid of and made it real. Oh. And, uh, so basically this kid uh, moves, uh, is in a new town with his parents and they're, and it's Halloween weekend and he's like getting bullied a lot in school and his parents, who is played by Anthony Starr and Lizzie Kaplan, are really effing weird. Like, they're super fucking weird. And uh, so, much, so much weirdness that you think something very sinister is going on with them. And in the middle of the night, he keeps hearing knocking in his wall, like, around 1 or 2 a.m. And he tries to tell his parents, but his parents, like, tries to pass it off as he's, like, crazy. He's dreaming about it. But really, they 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 turn around and like they whisper to each other, and you're like, oh yeah, this oh. is like s- something creepy going on.
0: It's the same kid that's in Demeter.
2: Oh shit, is it? Yeah. Oh wow, go figure. I thought that kid looks familiar, and I couldn't rep- <laughs> I couldn't place him. Uh, so anyway, the movie definitely goes places. Uh, if it's like something you enjoy, that's a different story. Uh, I liked it. But I didn't love it. I had you know fun who, with it. You know who produced this movie? Seth Rogen. Yep. Yeah,
1: I saw the credits. Your are a TMNT motherfucker.
2: Yeah, I, I saw it and I was like, oh, this might not be good.
3: He's,
1: and then, uh,
2: and I was kind of right. Um, you know, movie there, there's some went... really there's some really creepy moments in this movie. So I think, and it's the atmosphere is really creepy. Uh, I think okay. it's ver- very well filmed. It looks great. Uh, but it hits the Halloween vibes just perfect. So if you're looking for something creepy and something fun to watch,
1: I will uh, put this on.
2: Maybe my, don't watch it with the children, though. I'll put but, this on
0: my Halloween watch. Hey, list. I'm, my 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 kids are suddenly really interested in watching horror movies. So there's no, there's
2: nothing really super gory in this, but it does get a little like ultra scary at times. I think, and for me, because there's a couple of sequences, <laughs> I was like, oh shit, that's kind of fucking creepy.
0: That's the thing is like they they're they're now interested, but they're both uh, one young and two <laughs> newbies. And tell them,
2: <laughs> tell them to watch they, a Monster got, Squad. That, that will get them
0: Things that they they're like, oh no, a I don't, no, I don't want to do that, you know. Uh, and so no, no. like <laughs> we we yeah. sat down to do like a family movie last week, and uh, I grabbed a bunch of horror movies off the shelf, and I was like pick something what do y'all want to watch right and uh, they're yeah. digging through and like what about this one and they're like eh, that has this in it uh, and i'm like Bubble. i'm like fuck what are we gonna watch then <laughs> what I did y'all settle on uh, i'm adam watching the mouth of madness
2: uh, okay i mean that's still pretty creepy yeah i mean i love it i think it's probably like one too. of the better like lovecraftian movies out there mm-hmm. yeah um but uh definitely creepy What's another oh, horror
0: movie? There, it it has such a weird. It has such a weird atmosphere about it. Like the whole that the whole movie is like tongue in cheek with itself. Um, mm-hmm. Not not just because of how it gets meta. Who, it just I just feel like movie? the way the whole movie is done is, uh, with a sense of self awareness.
2: Absolutely, uh, and I think that's what makes it creepy. In my opinion, what makes it who was yeah.
0: who was the star of so, that movie? Sam Neill. Yeah.
2: Okay. Okay. And who's it's called
1: Bacula for some reason?
2: Doing it's a terrible, movie. terrible American accent, by the way.
1: <laughs> um, what's this other horror movie you have below Cobweb here?
2: It's called The Little Mermaid.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah. definitely a
2: a, uh, a horror for the eyes.
1: Oh, really? I mean, I don't know. Did you guys it's, watch it? Not yet. We're okay. Oh. We have some friends coming over on Saturday. We're going to watch it. We're going to do some fish tacos and some crab and stuff. Yeah. Make a party out of it. So I, I will say yeah, this. Yeah, flounder.
2: I would say the they picked the girl to play Ariel for a reason. The girl has a set of pipes on her. She can really sing. The yeah. girl can belt it out. Uh, my main problem with this is the same that I have with all the Disney remakes. His feels a little hollow and pointless. Like right. it, it doesn't it, it doesn't do anything to approve on the story and it doesn't do anything to uh
3: I enhance, don't know,
2: it or to, enhance it or differentiate itself from it. Like it's essentially the animated movie, but longer. See
1: yeah. That's I don't...
2: And also, like, they cut out a couple of my favorite songs from the animated movie, which I was kind of bummed about.
0: Which ones? Which ones? Uh,
2: the Frenchman song where he's singing about yeah, chopping that, up I a little fish. It to have
0: to be one of them.
2: I, I understand why they did it because it probably can come off a little, you know, that, dicey. Right. But, you know, I don't know. That, I didn't song, like,
0: they don't even have to do it with the, like, over-the-top French accent. The song is still funny.
2: Yes, and, and the set pieces and the blocking yeah. of, of that yeah. sequence is really fun. Yeah. Uh, but they added a whole new song for Prince Eric, and they added a rap song for. Oh, uh, I'm so. Old. God, what the hell is the seagull's name? Scuttle. Scuttle, who's played by Aquafina, by the way.
0: Is it really? Oh, yes. Okay.
1: It's not. Uh, <laughs> oh. What was his name in the movie? The The old actor? john candy
0: uh, no with john no candy. it wasn't john candy it was it wasn't john was candy it? No, no it was uh it wasn't dom deluise was it no 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 dude this whole entire time i thought it was john candy No, uh, it wasn't john candy uh
1: i'm looking it up right now um blah, blah cast. uh blah blah buddy hackett buddy hackett thank you
2: Buddy Hackett. I don't even see mm-hmm. that on this list here. Oh, there he is,
1: Mr. Hackett. I've seen his face before. Oh, he's an old. Yeah, he old, was a old huge movie star. Yeah, he was
0: a huge star from old... the sixties
1: and stuff. Remember, yeah. you ever saw the Music Man? No. Hmm. I saw that as a kid a lot. I remember I him for the
0: music class in school over and over again. The what? Music Sorry?
2: Man. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The Lombard. I remember him from the movie Scrooge.
1: Yeah, he was in that too. Uh, what, do you think I'm going to like it though? I've been wanting to see it. Uh, did you like any of the
2: live action mm-hmm. remakes? I would say maybe this is, Beauty and the Beast. I would say this is not as good as Beauty and the Beast, but better than Aladdin. Just as just as relevant as Lion King. Okay. Cool. okay. So how does that work for you? I like guess
1: okay. Lion King okay. was, Lion King was, was not a, a live action movie. Lion King was computer it generated. was
2: a live action interpretation.
1: It was not a live action. If you if you don't have humans in it, it's not a live action movie. Well, what what do they call oh, it? It was they, uh,
2: they didn't even. Well, I don't
0: realistic. humans, it. but they didn't even have real animals in that movie. Right, but,
2: exactly. Well, newsflash, right. there's no real animals in this movie either, even though yeah, that. The, also that was another thing. Like all right. of the talking fish are weird. It's just weird. <laughs> it's weird. And then, it's- and then Melissa McCarthy plays Ursula and she like ruins the song. Uh, I don't know. I, that's also like, you know, one of my favorite songs from Little Mermaid was uh, Pitiful Souls or whatever. Poor, yeah, unfortunate, poor unfortunate, unfortunate souls soul, think yeah. unfortunate souls. That's one of my favorite songs. That one and the Frenchman. great song.
1: Yeah. You know you know you should cover that song. Flotsam and Jetsam. Flotsam and Jetsam. <laughs> That'd be great.
0: We should cover Poor Unfortunate Souls. Yeah.
1: I mean, come on. They're mentioned in the song. They talk in they sing in the song if I remember correctly. The
0: name of Game the references them uh, by name. Oh, yeah, the,
1: the, uh, uh, the yeah, Flotsam and Jetsam,
2: and Jetsam are they don't even talk in this movie by the way. The uh, the eels they don't talk.
0: That's, that's uh, they don't talk a whole lot in the original movie either.
2: To be fair, they were they were like a transistor for Ursula in the animated movie. They don't even do that in this one. All right, I don't know. I think this movie just you've, goes to show me that I don't like Rob Marshall as a director. Pretty much anything that man's made, I have
1: not been a fan of. You've sold me. I'm in. You, I hope you have a good time. It's available on Disney. Plus I know that's why we're gonna watch it because it's it, whatever.
2: Yeah, um, what's his face who plays uh Titan, uh, King Triton, though? I was like, yeah, man, who's, who's that? Uh, come on, man, the guy who was the bad guy in No Country for Old Men. What's his name? Harvey, Harvey or Bardem, Harvey or Bardem plays King really? Triton, yeah, all right, and uh. Clearly, he gets around because every single one of his daughters are a different ethnicity. That's all I. That's all I kept on thinking about. I was like, "Man, King Triton gets around under the seven seas." I guess
1: nobody ever said they had the same mom. It's okay. <laughs> all right, uh, let's move on to our the next big show that I want to talk about. Before we get into our topic, I know I've been watching it. George has been watching. Have you, Dave, been watching Ahsoka at all? No. Nope. Okay. Well, Do you we'll try in to- on watching Ahsoka
0: uh probably eventually someday maybe
2: maybe (laughs) so it's to be fair
0: i uh i i don't have the background on this character i didn't watch enough of clone wars or rebels uh i didn't get far enough into rebels to where she was really a factor in it yeah Um, gotcha so
2: neither did my wife. So we had to watch like a 30 minute recap movie. We uh, did that too. To, so too. she can, so yeah, so she can yeah. kinda be up to up to the minute to know what the hell's going on, and even then I don't know if she's fully grasped everything.
1: So the version of Ahsoka in this show, um it's the older brooding version uh of Ahsoka that's was in the book of Boba Fett and all that, but at the end of the cartoon series, it's not the happy-go-lucky young Padawan. She's very... It's, it's a little off-putting at first until you realize that's the, the way the character is now. You know what I mean? No, um, it's still off-putting. I know, but like she, she's like this a lot, always crossing her arms, and uh, she can... Basically not acting is what she's doing. Okay. Yeah. If if that's what you call it, whatever. So I I take it you're not a fan of this.
2: No, actually, it's the complete opposite. I think this is probably the second or third best sequel, Star Wars sequel thing that's ever been
1: made. Oh, okay. You're you're just confusing me now. No,
2: no, it's fine. Uh, (laughs) I really liked Andor, but the problem with Andor, it didn't feel like Star Wars. And this one... It feels well, like right Star here. Wars. This one really feels like Star Wars. Like If this was a movie, which it should have been a movie, uh, it would feel up there with Force Awakens even better than Force Awakens. If you watch an
1: episode of a Star Wars TV show where there's two different lightsaber fights going on at the same time, you should watch the show. So, that being said, I do love this show. But... At the same time. Uh, I I I'm sorta of on board with you all there. There's some weird pacing moments on this show. There's some long pauses that they feel like, okay, are they just wasting padding time now? What's going on? I I, I just I
2: think what what this goes I, to show me and what how I always felt about Rosario Dawson being Ahsoka, I think she's the wrong choice. I I,
1: I disagree there.
2: I don't think... Um, She does not really feel like the character to me, and this is someone who's watched a lot of Star Wars. Uh, She doesn't emote that character at all. I don't really feel like she embodies that character very well. Uh, Her action sequences are bad. I wish they would put her with a stunt double
1: and then just CGI her face because she's really, really slow. So what do you think about Sabine and live action Sabine? I think she's fine.
2: Uh, I don't, I don't love her either. I think she's a new actor who's trying really hard is what I feel like. I feel like she should have gotten a really good, a better acting coach before actually filming. But um, although what's her face playing uh, Hera. Good job. I think she, yeah. I think she's, she gets the cues and the emotions
1: right. And Mary Elizabeth
2: Winstead, Winstead,
1: yes, yeah. married to Ewan McGregor in real life. So, oh, you wish know, she
2: really? I didn't yes, know she that. Is. Yeah, yeah. I just wish uh, her, her skin color looks a little weird in comparison. Mm-hmm. But like, she looks a little too green. But that's nitpicky. Yeah. Um, even Chopper made an appearance, and I love Chopper. Chopper. Chopper Chopper yeah. is That's all cool. over
1: this show and he's a, yeah. uh, he's a talkative motherfucker.
2: And, uh, David, uh, Tennant is yes. uh, welcomed, sight uh, site as, uh, God, they say Hoi his Yang. names.
1: Hoyang Yang. Ho Yang yeah. Yeah,
2: well, yeah. They say his name so many times. Hoyang the droid. Yeah. And also been, the first, the the droid, first droid I've before. ever seen go, oh shit, they can do fist to fist fighting.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That george has been around since like the High Republic times so, or after that. So it's been around for a long time.
2: Right. Well, he's part of the – like he's a training module for yes. younglings. Exactly. Uh,
1: so anyway – Of course he knows how to fight.
2: Yeah. I I really love the show. I love the story of the show. I think this is probably the best Star Wars story that has yeah. come out from the Disney era.
1: We're going to see a galaxy far, 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 far away –
2: and um I, I'm really bummed that Ray Stevenson has passed away. I know. Uh, he was, me, he is he, so good. He's the breakout star of this show, and it's such a bummer that he's gone.
1: And I like the main um, villain is actually one of the night sisters.
2: Oh yeah. When they when she said that wow. she was a night sister, I was like, Holy shit, they're bringing stuff from the video
1: games. Well, it was yeah, it well, was originally from the from the Legends. Right. Well, the, it was from the books. And then the video they, game, yeah. yeah. So, when's Cal Kestis going to show up? I mean,
2: come on, they already got the actor. I mean, he's technically in this timeline, he would be like an old man. That's true. Uh, that is true. Also, really cool that this takes place five years after Return of the Jedi.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm so tired of like in between episodes, you know, four and three timeline <laughs> yeah. stuff. Uh, I'm just so ready to be in post Skywalker stuff.
1: I feel you and, there. And, uh, Speaking of, there's a really in the, the last episode. Well, sort of, and it does not look good, in my opinion. It did not, I was like, oh,
2: oh, really? I thought this is the best they've made Anakin look so far. Uh, you just said it. I mean, it's all over the internet, it's so hard to miss
1: it. I don't, I didn't, I didn't really like it. I was like, oh, wow, all right. I
2: thought this is the best, I mean, it was better than what they made him look like in Obi Wan. Yeah, And Obi-Wan, they tried to make a 40-year-old man look like he was 15, and it did not work. (laughs) It's true, they did not.
1: Um, Yeah, I get that.
2: Also, uh, all the trailer and marketing that has been out has already been seen in these four episodes. Which means whatever the following episodes we're going to get is all uncharted territory, and it can literally go anywhere.
1: Well, we haven't seen Sron show up quite yet.
2: Well, they, I think that, that, scene, that scene from the trailer, I uh, mm-hmm. almost 100% guarantee it's a flashback. Mm. I don't think we're actually going to see Thrawn until like the very last episode when I, they're teeing up for the movie that's supposed to come out. Sometime, how many episodes and, are there?
1: Like 10? Sometimes, eight never. Ten? I think it's 8. 8, yeah. Okay. Ooh, one of the episodes comes out while Nine I'm on eight. vacation. I'm going to have to find some place to...
2: Supposedly AMC is doing like a fan event where they're showing episode that. five yeah. early yeah. in theaters, but none of them are in Texas. Oh really? Yeah.
1: It'll come out on Tuesday night. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Looking, yeah. I, I'm looking forward to see where they continue with the story.
2: Yeah. I, I think it's a blessing and a curse. Cause like, I think Dave Filoni has something really good here. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's really captured the essence of star Wars. But I think he's really like uh, fast and loose with how his directing skills and storytelling skills with live action.
3: Yeah. Um,
2: so anyway, I'm ho- I'm very hopeful. I'm having a lot of fun. I think this is the best thing since Andor. Um, I even yeah. think I even think it's slightly better than uh, almost all of the sequel series of uh, the
1: the end credit song has elements of the of the melody that remind me of a Wood the viprey song
2: it reminds me of game of thrones every time i see the trailer at the end or see the credits at the <laughs> yeah, end right? i'm like oh they're doing game of thrones
1: you know the song uh dave i was buried in mount pleasant cemetery mm-hmm. there's elements of that song that i, I hear in the yasoka theme song it's like okay um all right cool let's uh let's move on to our concert going experience this I think was our the first concert all three of us were together at that's true was
2: we it? weren't we weren't physically together but we were all at the same concert
0: we were briefly
2: we
1: were, we were briefly we, were. we did take photos we did we have photographic proof that we were all there um, so we went to see the Amana Mars and the ghost show at the Woodland last was it Saturday
2: Last Saturday. Huh? Last Saturday,
1: uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give my experience of the show after you guys, George. You're not, you don't go to as many metal shows as, as Dave and I've been to, so I want to hear your experience with you and your wife.
2: Um, I had a great time. Uh, I'm a fan of Amon Marth and I'm a fan of Ghost, so it was really easy for me to have a good time. I was really more uh, curious about how Catherine was gonna take. Amona Marth, uh, Amon Amarth, because this is like her first, like real, like metal show, yeah, if, if for anything, uh, and like not to say that Ghost is not metal, but like they're a little bit more easygoing than Amon Marth, but they
0: both are. That's very, a weird lineup,
2: it, but they're both very theatrical. So I see the yeah. crossover, <laughs> and uh, I think Amon Marth like blew Catherine's socks off with yeah. the theatrics. So much so that I caught her listening to it post concert. Yeah, and I, and I was like, "Wait, are you a, a Marth fan now?" She's like, I don't know if I love the music, but I love the memory of the show and the, the song. Con- the conversion has started. And but, well, that's what I asked her. Like, is it like you enjoy the music? And she's like, "No, I just I enjoyed the the theatrics of the show and their show presence that they put on a really good show." And this she setup up time. was
1: it's the first time I've seen them. With this big of a stage setup, with like the huge statues, blow up statues, and the huge like Viking helmet sta- drum riser, and with oh, like that the serpent that shit. they that serpent that came it's out serpent. was pretty yeah. effing awesome.
0: And then the he has, he has a name, and you will respect it.
2: Uh, Hydran, Hydra. Right? No, oh.
0: no, it's Jormungandr.
2: Oh, Yormengander.
0: Jormungandr, the, the giant worm-eating dragon from Norse mythology. Yeah. And that's They bring him out for the song Twilight of the Thunder God because when Ragnarok comes, Thor knows the world is ending and that yeah. everyone, including the gods, are going to die. And he's like, well, fuck it. If we're all going to die, I'm going to die fighting the world dragon. And that's what he does. Yep. He goes and kills the world dragon and the world dragon kills him in return. So that's why Johan, the vocalist, like why he fights it with the hammer right. while they play that song. Yeah. right. It's, he's
1: he's worthy. He can hold the uh, <laughs> And,
2: you know, I had a great time. I loved it. I think this was my first ghost show, so uh, I think they oh, put really? on, yeah, they put on an amazing, uh, amazing show, stage show.
1: I had a, like a lot, a lot of fun watching it. Um, which I, I so I was very interested the the nameless ghouls and all that um I was wondering who they were so I did a google search <laughs> while we were at the show um did you know that one the lead guitar player uh, was originally he was in catatonia and then in blood bass I was like I, that sort of blew me away. Yeah. But is he the like the recording guitarist or yeah. is he
2: just the uh, touring um, guitarist?
1: I don't know now. I'm uh, sure because they don't really say who records on the albums, you know?
0: Well, they've Tobias, been with the band for Tobias a long time. does most of it. Tobias does most of it, as far as I understand.
2: Yeah, that's how I understand it, too. And all the people yeah, on the show are like rotating, like rotating guest appearances. So
1: the guy's name is Per Erickson. PER um He was a guy on the white guitar, right? Yeah, I believe so, the lead guitar player, yeah.
2: Yeah, that dude was he was killing it, man. He was having a the time of his life on at our show. Yeah,
1: they all had fucking huge great stage presence for being in these like I'm sure those masks got be fucking heavy and hot, you know.
2: Well, I think they get AC piped in into their like they, they have a portable AC. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Yeah, cuz otherwise they will just be uh buckets of sweat after the show
0: Uh, i saw them at house of blues some years back and uh it was one of their earlier u.s tours and um so tobias forge i guess i don't don't know if this is a thing he maintains anymore but he had a a thing with his throat his voice and wanting to make sure like climate control in the venues weren't going to fuck up his voice. Yeah. And so he had told them in advance to turn the air conditioner off in the house.
2: <laughs> did he oh, really?
0: It, yes. It was so fucking hot. And then he bitched about it on stage. He's like, it is hot. Here. <laughs> it's like, motherfucker, that's your fault. Welcome <laughs> you to you Texas. That.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell him to turn the air back on. Jesus Christ. Nobody turned the air on at the, at the woodland. It was up there. Uh, every now and then I got a nice little breeze yeah, from it, rolling down the hill.
1: It was that was us. That was uh, us. Yeah, y'all farting from up the hill, down the hill. But it was. I mean, actually, weather-wise, it was a nice night. It wasn't overly hot like it is now. Um, yeah, you said there was some breezes and stuff like that. So it. I mean, I was sweating my my butt off, but it wasn't like over. It was like it wasn't over. It wasn't too bad. It was hot like shit where,
2: during the day, though.
1: Well, yeah. Uh,
0: so was that your first time seeing both of them george
2: yes it was yeah cool yeah i Uh, had a great time it was fun
0: uh the people
2: the people in the pit looked like they were having a great time too
0: what do you think of the you talked a little bit about a Marth's stage show what do you think about ghosts stage show
2: oh I, i think it's great it's very theatrical very funny uh i think the nameless the faceless ghouls do a lot of heavy lifting for uh, Papa to yeah. have to have presence on the stage. So, uh, They're um, there a quiet was... interplay with
1: uh, amongst each other. The for interplay where like Tobias like, or like, Papa is like mad at one of the guys. And...
2: Yeah. Yeah. It was all great. Cause if, like, if you weren't paying attention to it, like if you were looking at somebody else, you wouldn't notice it. But if yeah. you happen to catch it, there's like a little story going throughout the whole show and, It's a lot of fun.
0: So, I actually found this was the probably sixth or seventh time that I've seen Ghost. And my goodness, I was surprised actually by how little Papa talked this time. Oh, yeah. Uh, He talked a lot, though. (laughs) He's usually a lot more talkative. Really? Um, I've only seen him
1: opening up for Iron Maiden. They had such a short amount of time, there wasn't any of that.
0: Oh, okay. So, you've never seen them do a headline before? No,
1: it's my first headline show.
0: Okay. Yeah. There honestly, uh like I've I've been to better ghost shows. Um really? yeah. I've been, I've been to been to better Amona Marth shows too for that matter. Well I have too. <clears throat> um I've seen Amana Marth probably ten times.
1: I know. Uh, How is that possible? It's like it's like we're just one of those bands that we just always see.
0: So Amon Amarth, uh, there's actually more of a reason for it than that uh, for right. me. That uh, my wife and my first date was in a Amon Amarth concert. So Aww. we go back to see them pretty much whenever mm-hmm. they come through. Um, so I, I've seen them a bunch. and uh, Would a fan be Amon Uh Yeah. Um, no, but yeah, I've papa usually uh, in my experience talks a lot more and tells a lot more jokes i we we actually were talking amongst ourselves in our our group yeah that he may be pulling back on that because there are a lot more <laughs> little kids coming to ghost shows oh yeah um i did see like, a lot of
1: kids at the show so my they're wife made a comment also- to me she's like they're Ghost is like the modern day kiss, not not as far as what they sound like, but the wide range of fans that were at that show. The woodlands was yeah. packed. And you saw all kinds of people, metalheads, people that you know, young kids were there, stoners are all around me, apparently. <laughs> I got so I was like it was like oh, all right, stop fucking smoking weed the whole time. I get it. It was like But, I mean, there's so many people there to see them, you know?
0: Yeah. So I started noticing that uh, several years back. Uh, Mm. Because, like I said, I've seen Ghost a bunch of times now. And over time, I've watched that happen. I've watched the, the audience diversify both in terms of, like uh demographic and appearance and now and then age and so uh yeah. we actually were kind of early on that we our youngest daughter like she's a huge fan of ghost and that yep. a lot of that started uh we there were some songs that she liked and we took her to see ghost when she was six something like that my goodness and uh at that time to- at that time it was kind of a big deal and everybody at the show was like really cool about it and like hey check it out this kid's here and everybody was excited and welcoming and accommodating for that. And then as time has gone on, I've seen more and more and more young kids at these go shows. And I, I kind of wonder if that's where, if that maybe is why Papa doesn't talk as much mm. because when he, he tells a lot of, uh, off color, double, a lot of double entendres. Okay. And then a lot of, uh, okay. They used to end their sets every time with monstrance clock. I love yeah. that song. Yeah, I, I fucking love that song. They didn't song even play loved, that song
2: this time. No, they didn't.
0: Oh. They didn't. And it used to be like their classic show ender. And before they would play it, he would have he would go on like a ten minute, five to ten minute like monologue, uh, and sometimes it would be kind of uplifting but it was always very tongue-in-cheek but it was basically all about how this next song that we're going to play is about the female orgasm and (laughs) so here's (laughs) and so uh he so what he did what he did at the end of this show where he said uh basically he was like y'all go fuck each other Or if you don't have anybody, go fuck yourself. That was a very abbreviated version of the talk that he used. (laughs) Yeah,
1: you talking about we're talking going back to what we're saying about uh, their fans now. They're so easily, and I'm not saying this in any kind of negative way. They're easily digestible. They're they're metal that everybody can enjoy because they're not overly heavy. They're not overly light. It's the songs are catchy. It's, it's that whole, that whole kissing, you know, from the seventies and eighties. It's, they've just somehow managed to Tobias to somehow managed to find this special niche uh, that not a lot of bands can do with huge fandom. Uh, The merch and the design and the, the story is such an important part of the band's present that not a, There's only a few other bands that I can think of, like the Misfits, Kiss, that type of stuff uh, that really focus on all those things that come together into this one whole project. And that's what it is. It's a project, you know, it's it's an art
2: project. I I think it's because uh, we and Catherine were talking about, like, what is it about their long reach that they have that they can get so many different kinds of fans? And I think it's because they put a lot of different influences in their music. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, and it's it's very apparent, especially at this show. Like I forgot that there was a saxophone, like uh, like a saxophone, like a uh, solo in one of the songs, because <laughs> you only hear it once. I don't think you ever hear a sax ever again in any of their other songs. Um, and it was hilarious how they brought it out, and they only brought it out yeah. for one song. Uh, I don't know if they do that for every show. So you could... they do. Oh, okay. Uh, It was hilarious, and I had a great time, even though I didn't understand it. I thought it was hilarious.
0: Also, that dude's not playing that saxophone, by the way. Well,
2: of course, but the (laughs) but there is a saxophone in the actual song. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's um, I I think that's like the the secret sauce to uh, how they have a wide reach is that they do lean into their story. They do play up their. Uh, their influences and you can hear it in all of their, in a lot of different, their songs.
0: Oh, uh, and I, I tell people frequently if, if they, if, if I'm just like out chatting with somebody and ghost comes up and I'll ask if I'll ask them if they've ever seen them live. And if they say no, I tell them, please do at your earliest opportunity. Yeah. If you like them at all, you haven't really experienced ghost until you've seen them live. Um, I, I'm definitely in that camp that this is a this is a band where the live experience is actually very important to the experience. Of-
2: I, I would agree with you. Uh, I've seen uh, like a lot of their shows on YouTube, like segments of mm-hmm. their live show on YouTube, but it, nothing really compares to being physically there. And uh, right, uh, it was a great time. Uh, I would definitely go see them again. I understand that they're going to be working on a new album soon, so that might be coming sooner rather than later.
1: they didn't play any of the covers from that current EP, the covers EP.
2: Yeah, well, they, he came out he with was, a new one. Yeah, and uh, I'm surprised that didn't come out. Nor did the uh, he mentioned Jesus a lot. So I thought, like, oh, surely they're going to play that Jesus cover from Genesis, right? Uh, but they never did that either. Jesus,
1: love with Jesus, I I he loves me. Jesus yeah, he knows he me. Names.
0: Yeah, oh, I was attack expecting like an Iron Maiden year. It. What's that? Heart Attack did a cover of that song last year, and uh, I liked their version of it better than the Ghost version, honestly. Heart yeah. Attack? <laughs> Who's Heart Attack? Yeah, it was. It was a. Uh, I don't know anything else about them. They had an album out last year. Oh, okay. Um, uh, Christian Renner was kind of going on about them for a little oh, while.
1: Interesting. Uh, yeah,
0: and, I haven't heard uh, that cover of it. I, I actually like theirs better. I think I would have. I think I would have been more excited about this cover, the Ghost one, if the heart attack one hadn't just mm. happened. Um, so,
1: the, I the last thing I I'm to about,
0: thrilled by the new covers. The new the new covers record. I'm I'm not really
1: yeah. It's about. it's not one of the good cover albums from bands for sure. Um, the other thing I want to talk about is during a Montamar set, they did uh, put your back into the ore which is a fucking great song. Uh, I love playing that song on Ragnarok, the VR game, <laughs> but which is, it's perfect for it. Um, but that during that song, a lot of the, they, they do like the human rowing area. And my wife was looking forward to that so much. She's like, that's all I want to do. I want to go. And she, I was like, go. So she ran over there and I got up and I took video of her doing it. She had such a good time. So wow. It was fun. And he uh, and, the Amona Marth
2: band, they do such a great job of getting the audience to participate with their antics, which I yes. think is really good. And it,
1: it's weird because like Johan, Johan was so far away on stage, but he was still able to see all that shit, you know? I guess. I mean, it was cool. She had it, she had a lot of fun. She got a workout in, that's for sure. <laughs> We went to the gym the next, or like the next day, I believe. I was like, look, there's the rowing machine. You can relive that moment anytime you want. Just that's put that right. song on your headphones. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I think that's going to bring us into George Hates Metal. And uh, Dave picked something out.
2: Oh, no. I did. Uh, I think he might. Pick, pick something for me to hate. I did. Maybe. Uh, you uh, might think you hate you it, but we don't know uh, do you
0: Do you have an opinion about cattle decapitation? <laughs> uh not a strong one i guess cool you buy it after this so i picked a song <laughs> from the new cattle decapitation album which uh so uh full disclosure i'm not like the biggest cattle decapitation fan i don't really keep up with this band that's not a criticism it's just they're not really usually in my wheelhouse this new album fucking rips though it does uh, it really really so- does yeah it is it's good shit and i picked a track off of this one that's uh currently my favorite called we eat our young uh yeah only
1: 1.2 million people agree with you according to spotify so check it out george and we'll be right back all right here we go Back to the show. A little George Hates metal there. Cattle decapitation. Um, Did you love it? Did you you, you love it? Uh, (laughs) The answer is yes. Sure. I loved it. Thank you. All right, moving on. Go ahead.
2: Shortest version of this segment ever.
1: Go ahead. What's your opinion? Um,
2: Do you all know that famous painting where uh, Jupiter is eating his child?
0: Yes. Kronos, but yes.
2: Yeah. I think that's. I, I am describing that correctly, right?
0: It's Kronos, actually. Oh, in the Kronos theme. is not Jupiter. Yeah. Thank
2: you. Isn't uh, that a, a bloodbath? This is, cover? This, I don't know. I know it's a famous painting, but that's all I could think about when I was listening <laughs> to this song <laughs> So,
0: funny thing, caliber decapitation are, uh, are vegans.
2: Oh, that's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> uh i don't know it's fine um i don't really gravitate to this type of metal i don't think this is kind of like what uh you know floats my boat for say for this kind of uh kind of thing there are parts of it that i really did enjoy i think uh they fucking rip on the guitar and drums really fast yeah. uh, and so good job on that i think they sound great uh i don't really love the donald duck-esque version of screaming metal vocals, so I think that's what kind of turns me off. The grindage, the grindcore vocals. Yeah, I guess so. That's not really my cup of tea, it, so I kind of like avoid that kind of stuff.
1: This band, if you are a fan of, of Death Clock, uh, Cannibal Corp, that type of stuff, you would dig this new album. Um, I was never a huge fan of these guys before because it was always, all right, too much grindage not being poly Shore at all, but, um, <laughs> but think, you know, Co- you are. I've seen them live before and I was always, they were not my favorite, but something on this new album, they've, they've hit a level, uh, that I never thought that they would get to. Um, they're one of the best death metal bands out there right now. This is one of the best death metal albums of this of the year. Wow. Uh, there there is some grindage inning some grinding but it's not like the entirety of what they do now they've they've really come into their own i think and this album is what it did it for me really cool mm-hmm.
2: yeah I, I like i said i i think it's uh perfectly fine um not something i gravitate toward um but there were parts i enjoyed i didn't hate it didn't love it all right does that make does that was, satisfy
0: the better, court better than I than I thought so there you
2: go what satis- about you, satisfies me? the court for today
1: yeah so Dave the one who brought this uh, song to us this this new album what do, you, you said you weren't a fan of them before either like me is this album is what did it for you
0: so I I, I don't want to say I wasn't a fan it was more just that they were always on my periphery yeah um gotcha uh, i actually when i was when i was playing music we opened for cattle decapitation on their first u.s tour really um yeah and uh um so like i've been kind of aware of them i don't know no i don't think it was their first tour but they was it was pretty early on um
1: they have toured a uh, lot
0: they really they really do yeah i was i was thinking of job for a cowboy that was their first tour. They were on, they were on that same show
1: and they just put out a new uh, song. It's actually really good too.
0: Uh, I haven't listened to that. Yeah. But yeah, uh, cattle capitation is just, they've been on my periphery and, um, I just, I haven't spent a whole lot of time with them. This song in particular grabbed a hold of me. Um, uh, I like the, the lyrics of the song as well. It's, um, basically about people who consume and destroy the world and don't give a fuck that other humans are going to have to live in the world that they leave behind.
2: Oh, so it's not um, about the painting from Cronus eating his son. Nope. It's
0: about, it's a, it's about boomers, you know, so. yep. boomers.
1: The, uh, album is called Terracite and looking at it on Spotify and I've liked, I hearted five tracks on this album. So that must mean something, right? Yep. um, Dave, what other band have you been into? What's been uh, getting you going?
0: Uh, I need to spend some more time with it, but the new Spirit Adrift caught my attention.
1: It's really um, fucking good. The yeah. riffs on that album are so great. Sean, the Metal Pigeon, we played it on the last MSR Cast episode, and I went back and listened to the album like the next day at the gym. I listened to it, like it three times in a row. It's really fucking good. And I think even George would like that. I already do like it. Well there we you go. T- we, we
2: talked about Spirit of Drift a while back.
1: We have. That's yeah. why I didn't pick it as George Hate Metal, because I knew we'd
0: like it. Sure. That's the reason. That, that was the so reason we, we, we did we, we were in the middle of that conversation yep. when you joined the group. <laughs> um, um the let's see. Um the Black Braid album this year, that that's been enjoyable when that comes oh, it's around. Real, it's good. Creeping Death has another really solid, like, classic death metal style album. Yes. I want to do,
1: I was thinking about doing an episode of Emmett's cast. Maybe you can jump, come on, of modern death metal bands like that, like Creeping Death and that like, Fugitive. The Fugitive.
0: Like, yeah. The, the traditional death metal. Keep the flame band. going. Yeah. There's a lot
1: of new bands out there. I always thought Creeping Death, I'm like, oh, they're going to sound like Metallica. Do not sound like
0: that's Metallica. What I, yeah, that's what I would have guessed, too
2: uh what, what about I you ha- george i was about to say i have a band that you guys probably never heard of
1: oh surprise also, us
2: surprise us i don't know i've never heard of that band is that a new band yes oh, okay Sur-
1: they're, they're surprise you're dead
2: oh uh there's this uh texas band called uh urban heat have hey, you no. not heard of this band Nope. uh if you like uh gothic synth 80s industrial stuff I do and this might be right
1: up your alley you should Urban check out. Heat. I'm gonna put them on my listen list Urban
2: they have days. I think I don't think they have any actual albums there's just a whole bunch of singles um okay. but they're a local texas band definitely worth checking out uh, I think they're coming to town pretty soon actually I was thinking about checking them out
1: they're from austin it looks like very cool
2: there you go and then i don't know if you guys knew this but uh rick astley came out with a new song what (laughs) and it's uh pretty great i thought you were gonna give him up the song is called never gonna stop no come on (laughs) you're no It's no. actually
1: pretty great. You should, got, If you I ever, am not, if I you am like not, Rick Astley, you should definitely check it out. I'm not messing up my algorithm on Spotify for that.
2: You should, man. It's a good song.
1: Wow. All right. It's a good song. I'm not lying to you. I have a couple of bands I want to mention. Um, there's a band called Slow Fall that was introduced to me by Justin, actually, the Metal Detector. Um, they are they're a Finnish band. Surprise, surprise! Um, like symphonic black and mellow they're really good. Um, what else has i been, been on my listen to? Justin was, recommended that to you. That's so. That sounds it? so
2: out of his uh, periphery. And there's though, a lot. Yeah.
1: There's a lot, which is surprising because there's a lot more do, slower doom elements in this band. Which that's what surprised me. But no, another band that uh, I've really been digging on is called Astralborn. Uh, one word, Astral Born. Um, and these guys are symphonic uh, melodists, and they're really, really good. Um, really riftastic, if you want to say that. Um, I have on the new Spirit Adrift. The, have, have you heard the new Horrendous yet, Dave? Oh,
0: no, I didn't realize. Oh, uh. yeah,
1: the Ontological Mysterium is the name of the album. It's really, really good. It um, Progressive modern death metal. Uh, really great album. Yeah, I part. feel
0: like, I feel like horrendous keeps the spirit of the old school death metal alive, but is moving it forward. Like it, <laughs> totally. they don't sound like classic death metal, but it feels like classic death metal. Their
1: influences are there, but they're, they're trying new things on this album. Uh, there's, you know, elements of like, you know, uh, I, I, I compared it to like Nocturnus, the key. I get that feeling from this album. Really fucking okay. good. Um, what else was on my list? Uh, the new Primal Fear, I really like. Um, the, the band called Fenn. Have you heard? You've heard Fen, right? I
0: the, have. Not much, but I the know. The new
1: album is called Monuments to Absence, and there's a little bit more black metal on this album than normal, but it's really good. Um, the new Ghost of Atlantis, I have the promo for that. That's really fantastic. Symphonic. Black and Metal, um, I'm looking at my list here. Um, the band called Jord, not Jorts, but Jord. They're really great. Um, the new Primordial is really good. The new Graveyard I've been digging. Uh, these are some of the new promos I'm looking at that I've gotten uh, recently. Um, the new Cryptopsy,
0: first album in like 12 years. Never really got, in, never really got into Cryptopsy.
1: Uh, let's see what else is on my list here. Um, the, have you heard the new Marduk yet?
0: Uh, I spun it once earlier today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the new Sewin came out last Friday. Yeah, that I memorial. gave that a spin too, and it hasn't grabbed a hold of me yet. I think mm-hmm. it probably will, but... Uh, That's
1: the thing about that band, it takes a few spins for me. I was going
2: to say, I really loved the last album, yeah, uh, but I haven't fully come around on this album. There are some really good tracks on this new album, but... Uh, memorial? Yeah, but yeah. Uh, the last album was such a fucking... A banger. Shot. Yeah, it was such a the fucking shot, a shot out of a cannon for me, man. That's yeah. what it felt like.
1: And there's a band that I, I want to talk about called Lord of Shadows. Uh, I've seen that movie. Yes. They're uh, completely – it reminds me of a Castlevania, like, doom metal band. But uh, it has the former singer from Draconian, uh, the, the female vocalist, as well as Aaron from My Dying Bride does a lot of guest vocals on this album. Really oh, good stuff. Oh. Echoes of Yore is the name of the album. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of new stuff coming out. Like this week, I'm looking forward. Friday's is my my day to like just dive into like the 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 new release calendar or what's coming out that week. Um, I, I can say, sort of tickling my geek, is the new uh, Insomnium EP coming out?
0: Are, are we doing
1: doing that right now? No, not yet, but. Oh. Okay. Um, and uh, I guess uh, the new on I lay. I'm looking forward to that. And they there's a ten year anniversary version of Battle Maximus the Gore album that has the last ever performance of Odorous on this album. The oh, song's yeah. called Tammy the Swine Queen, of course, but it's it's really good. There you go. That's uh everything tickling my geek in metal. All right. Very cool. Everybody should listen.
2: Go listen to some metal. Yes. Since this is Metal Geeks, after all,
1: that's right. Any anything else, anything else on your radar, Mr. George? The not uh, so
2: no, not not really. What about you, Dave?
1: No, okay, very cool. Let's move on. Um, I think it's let's do what's tickling our geek real quick, and then we'll uh, do some house cleaning, and uh, we'll wrap it up here. Uh, George, I hope you have something prepared because this is your segment. What's tickling your geek?
2: Uh, so it's that time of the week where we find out what's tickling Carrie's geek. Nope. Don't throw it back to me. It's your,
1: <laughs> your first. Um, you said it all, all professional and then like to ruin it.
2: I, I didn't ruin it. I just, uh, you know, tossed the responsibility, <laughs> responsibility <laughs> okay. off of someone else. Um, I, I don't have something right off the top of my head. So if somebody has something, go ahead and then I'll come back around.
1: I'm excited. Uh, I'm going on vacation, and the day after I get back from vacation, there is a, a, a show here in Houston called Days of the Dead Houston. It's the Houston version of this show. They, they have multiple versions of it, but I am going to go meet Mickey Dolan's again from the Monkees. I might have used this already, but I'm doing it again. Um, I'm paying. I'm doing the, the a really expensive uh, photo op. And then I think I want to get that autograph, but I'm like, I have multiple things that I want to get signed by him. Um, remember that Joe Isma piece that I have hanging up with the monkeys and black metal makeup that I got mm-hmm. Michael Nesmith to sign. I'm going to get him to sign I think that. He
0: was baffled by. He was totally
1: baffled by it. He's like, Oh, that kiss. I'm like, yes, kiss. Um,
0: <laughs> sure. We'll sure.
1: Uh, I have that. I have a, uh, an eight by 10. You know, I have so many autographs from him. I want something different and special. I have the 8x10 of from the Tick that I got signed, that uh, Townsend Coleman signed. He's a Tick. The first season of that show, Mickey Dolenz was Arcer. And then the second and third season, it was Rob Paulson. So I want to get that signed by both Arcers now, I think, which would be really cool. So Mickey and then Rob Paulson. I think those are when I am going to get autographed. Makes All sense, right. right? I know it's not going to be cheap, but whatever. I haven't. I've I've met him one time in like the late nineties at this monkeys convention that I went to. Yes, I went to a monkeys convention. I'm that much of a geek.
2: Hey man, long, as long as you're loving it and you're a fan of it, don't don't let anyone talk shit. About no,
1: I'm never would apologize for that. That's I right. used to. I used to really keep my my fandom for the monkeys like sort of hidden. Mm. Like, oh, it's not metal, but you know what? I'm I'm loud and proud about it. I don't give a shit. That's right, man. That's right.
2: You show off that monkey's boner.
1: I do. Well, Dave, Dave, what about you? No boner, but just love. All nothing but love.
0: I don't have uh, like the usual kind of thing here, so I'm actually going to use this as a as kind of an opportunity to promote an event. There Uh, you go. I am excited about it. That, uh, so there you go; that, that qualifies. It qualifies. So George uh, says so. At, at the end of uh, at the end of this month, uh, September 29th, uh, I will be. Um, I'm supposed to be vending at it, um, and but if not, I'll probably be there anyway. Um, I'm teaming up with the uh, Space City Satanists. Um, this is not affiliated with. Uh, the satanic temple in any way. No, um, but I am teamed up with the space city. Satanists. they are throwing a, an event at the end of the month. Uh, it's a charity twerk competition <laughs> and it is called will twerk for food, not bombs. It's all this um, run by and, our, our, our friend, John Winningham. Yep. Well, so uh, it's not, uh, I just want to make, cause he would make this point. Okay. Uh, he's not running it. It's not his thing. Um, everybody who is involved is an equal partner. Got it. Um, Makes sense. So, um, he he would have made that point where he here. So yes, I'll make that point for him. Um, you are correct. So uh, this is a charity event to um, help the uh, there's a charity. Uh, it's an unofficial charity it's not like an official charity here in town. It's an unaffiliated group of people here in Houston. That, uh, I think maybe around the country as well, but I know they have people here in Houston uh, and they go out and they feed the homeless and they have Perfect. been getting ticketed for that. Um, and so this is a charity event to help them pay off their fines for okay. feeding homeless people. Cool. So yep. Yeah, so come out and uh, if you, if you feel like uh you know, shaking your stuff.
1: <laughs> I don't know if I'll shake my stuff, but I, I will support. That's the same night as the same day as the Days of the Dead show I'm going to. So I okay. haven't bought tickets yet because I don't know what day his panel is going to be. I would imagine it'd be on Saturday, right? So I'm thinking about just buying the weekend pass. I didn't get I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. But it looks like my night would be free. So I would, I would, I'll come out and support. Where's it at exactly?
0: Oh, oh yeah! I didn't say that. It's at Trip Six. Do you know where that is? I do not. I haven't been there yet. It's a. uh, This is my understanding from what I hear. uh, Is this is a very uh, DIY punk venue? Okay. If you follow me. Yeah. (laughs) Meaning, it's not really a venue. (laughs) Uh, Room, kind of. Yeah, (laughs) it's it's vaguely a venue, is my understanding. Yeah. Cool.
1: So how much money I get I might twerk. We'll figure it out.
2: There you go. All right. I hear Carrie is the best twerker around.
1: You you would be you'd probably be wrong. <laughs> what about you George? What's on it was tickling your geek? Uh
2: I got a, a few things this Saturday. Uh I will be uh, doing some AV support uh for the Doomsday wrestling show. Oh really? Uh, yeah, for uh, I'm filling in for a friend of mine who wasn't able to do it. So he asked me to do him a favor and I filling in to help them out. And, uh, so if you're in Houston this Saturday, by the time you listen to this, you probably won't be. But if you ever are in Houston and you have heard of doomsday, you should check them out. They're it's a comedy wrestling show. So if you like wrestling and you like comedy, uh, it's a match made in heaven. Uh, furthermore, fantastic fest is in full swing. Uh, and so Alamo draft house, it's a Alamo draft house film festival. If you didn't know that. And, uh, they will highlight uh, some special movies and, you know, screen it all throughout their theaters. And one of the movies I'm kind of excited to check out is this anthology horror film called
0: Satanic Hispanics. Saw a poster for that last night, and the poster has me sold. I'm ready. Uh,
2: you should definitely <laughs> check out the trailer. It looks okay. awesome. Uh, I haven't really, the trailer. It, it looks pretty great. Uh, and uh, it's an anthology series. It's all in Spanish. So, you know, keep that in mind when you go see it. Um, five different directors, you know, that's cool. all, all, all Latino directors, which is pretty neat. And then, uh, I don't know if you guys knew this, but William Freakton recently passed away. I did. Oh Man. yeah, that's right. And, uh, and I think Alamo is doing like a tribute by, uh, uh airing or putting uh, sorcerer and to live and die in LA in back in the theaters in October. Oh. And I, I've seen sorcerer sure. once when it came out in uh blu-ray i want to say 10 years ago and if you haven't seen sorcerer guys uh it's a masterpiece I have not. star wars basically killed it so not a lot of people have seen it or know about it but it's up let there let me know let me know when what this is it's uh october or something if i'm
1: in town i might be i might have a work trip sometime in october but if i'm in town i'd like to go yeah
2: it's a, one of my favorite uh, freaked in movies it's october 7th Okay, I should be here. It's a remake of an older movie called Wages of Fear, um, but it's a uh, the score is done by Tangerine Dream. It has uh, Roy Schneider in it and a whole bunch of other people. Wow. Uh,
0: Schneider when he was at his Schneideriest.
2: Absolutely. Well, this came out the exact same year as Star Wars, and did he? Did they uh, ask for a bigger boat? <laughs> they asked for a bigger truck. A bigger
3: truck. <laughs> <laughs> a bigger spaceship. Um,
2: And uh, it's great. It's one of my favorites. And I've never seen To Live or Die in L.A. in the theaters. So I'm really excited to check that out.
1: Very cool. Well, uh, I think that's going to wrap it up. Let's do some housekeeping real quick. Of course, you can find uh, the Metal Geeks podcast on all your social media handles. We're even on threads now. Uh, So come check us out there, all at Metal Geeks, our sister show at MSRcast. Um, You can check us out on the web, metalgeeks.net. Uh, we're on all the places where you download your your podcast, we're on Spotify, we're on Apple, all those good places. Uh, we are uh, going strong at the Metal Geek Society group on Facebook. I started something a few weeks ago, we're going through the letters of the alphabet with your favorite bands. Um, I believe tomorrow is going to be Y? Yeah, we're at Y already. So,
2: Do you know any bands that start with Y? Yes, I,
1: yattering. Yes.
2: Man, you, that's
1: an answer and an, uh, and a response. Y-
2: y'all both jumped to that really easily. <laughs> I would have had a really hard time coming up with just one. Yeah,
0: I I I keep I keep yattering filed away yeah. for games like this. What about Yakuza? Uh, they were a good band. Is that uh, I, is, I didn't realize that was a band. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember if I've ever listened to you. Yattering was good, though. They were yes. weird. I remember the yattering. Um,
1: George, can you come up with a, a Y band real quick?
2: I mean, I can Google nope. it. No
1: Googling. No Googling allowed. Uh,
2: no. I, that's the answer. I can't. Okay.
1: The answer is yes. The band, yes. <laughs> Easy answer. Um all right, so yeah, you can check us out there. And I'm thinking about doing something after this. I was thinking, of, well, we still have to do numbers. Yusuf, from, or aka Cat Stevens. Okay, I, I can go with that one.
2: There you go. I know who uh, that guy is. I normally call him Cat Stevens, but apparently on Spotify he goes by Yusuf.
1: That's true. He changed his name.
2: That's uh, right.
1: I might do. That. We might. We might do the the alphabet of your favorite movies next. Oh, so that could be fun.
2: I mean, that's. That, that's going to be forever. Like, that's a lot of movies. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I, um, I don't know. I don't know if I have the patience for that, but I'll definitely try.
1: Uh, I think that's about it. Um, we have something cool on the horizon that we've been having a few meetings behind the scenes. We should be uh, announcing something really cool soon. We've talked about it, hinted at it before, but now we're really going at it strong. So, George, what about you? What, what's your uh, housekeeping?
2: I guess the rumor's true. Carrie's definitely going to do the strip tease video we've been talking about for the longest
1: time. Nope, just the twerking. Just the twerking. Just the twerking. Uh,
2: you can find me on uh, all of the, uh, most of the social medias, I guess. I mean, sometimes on formerly Twitter, now called X. Um, and uh, sometimes I post stuff, sometimes I don't. If you want me to chat with you, shoot me a line. Perfect.
0: I'm at Red Viking Dave, same. All the places.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Well, uh, I think that does it for this episode. Uh, as always, thanks for hanging out with us and keeping it geeky, keeping it metal. Um, as always, we have one last thing we do have to say.
0: Keep it, keep it metal, my friends.
1: Keep put your back to the ore,
2: my
0: friends put your
1: back into the ore. i was gonna
0: say keep it <laughs> cattle
1: decapitationy but you know
2: or or that too that works or uh, what's something that would be ghost related i can't think of anything that would
1: be ghost
2: yeah keep it good good ghost
1: all right guys have a good one Hey, Geekazoids. Thanks for listening to another fine podcast brought to you by MSR Productions. All rights reserved, blah, 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 blah. For reviews, archives of our podcasts, and all your other Metal Geekery needs, please visit MetalGeeks.net. Keep it geeky, keep it
3: metal.